Jones. The message was on his personal phone, not the burner Jimmy had given him. The text was from Stephanie. You home yet? Terrence smiled, glad she was thinking about him. Jimmy had told him not to use his personal phone, but to communicate with the burner. Using the new phone, he texted back, Terrence here, almost done, waiting on my ride. You okay? Where is your phone? An unseen creature scratched in a darkened corner. He didn't enjoy lying to Stephanie, but she wouldn't like any of this. I'm fine. My battery is dead. I'll call in the morning. Text me when your ride arrives. Okay. He shifted his feet and dropped the phones back in his pocket. He hated lying. This was bullshit. He was cold, tired, ready to go home. He held the bag up to the moonlight, but thick plastic guarded its secrets. He shook the sack gently and heard the clink of glass. What the hell was in the bag? Jimmy had said it wasn't drugs, but why was it worth so much money? How much could one peak hurt? Just one, don't look inside. He shooed away Jimmy's warnings and in the stillness unknotted the bag and looked inside. Moonlight shimmered off 10 vials of drugs. The labels read propofol. Jimmy had lied. Terence should have seen it coming. He should dump the bag, run. But if he ran, there'd be no money. No get rich quick. He'd heard about the drug in the news. It was the kind rock stars took when they couldn't sleep. This kind of shit had killed some of those same stars. What the hell was someone going to do with this? His thoughts raced with unexpected excitement. Could it be for a famous singer? Someone he might know? It would be unbelievable to meet a pop star right here in the alley. Crazy. Maybe. A slash of headlights approached and swiped across Terence's face as a vehicle turned into the narrow lane. He quickly nodded the bag as a white van approached, slow and careful. The van was older, clean. The kind of vehicle he drove when he worked on the lawn maintenance crew over the summer. The kind people didn't pay attention to. The kind he wouldn't drive when he got rich. Heart pounding, he clutched the bag close to his side, doing his best to look like he knew what he was doing. Like this wasn't his first drug deal. He pictured the way Jimmy stood, easy and relaxed, always with a big grin. Nerves fired with worry as he reminded himself Jimmy had promised the exchange would be easy, no questions. Grab and go, easy money. He grabbed the burner and texted Stephanie. Terrence again. My ride is here, I hope. Who? Where are you? In the city? White van here. Gotta go. Shoving the phone in his pocket, he stood straighter, heart pounding, his mind skipping beyond the next few minutes to the money he'd make. $2,000. Pocket change to the famous singers, but it was a damn fortune to him. He'd already decided to buy his girl the necklace she liked and put money toward a dryer for his grandmother so she didn't have to use the clothesline this winter. The driver cut his headlights, but kept the engine running as he stepped out of the car. Moonlight silhouetted the man's large frame. The stranger wore a hoodie and kept his head tilted down so shadows cloaked his face. 
Maybe that was for the best. No questions. Just a little bit longer, and it would be over. He'd take the money and never look back. Terrence held up the bag. I have a delivery for you. The driver didn't speak for a moment. Then he moved forward, gravel crunching under his boot as he stepped into the alley. The stranger didn't speak for what felt like forever before he reached in his jacket pocket. Where's Jimmy? Sick? Terrence lied, like Jimmy had told him. For a moment, the stranger stood still as a stone. Jimmy didn't contact me, he barely whispered. Said it was safer not to. Less said the better. A weighty silence lingered before them before the stranger spoke again. Let me see in the bag. Do you have the money? The man pulled his hand from his pocket, a thick wad of bills clutched in his long fingers.